Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today it's zucchini time! Here in western Pennsylvania the zucchinis are just starting to come on. So I'm going to give you some good ideas to do with them before it all goes crazy and they start turning up on your doorstep and your friends start bringing them and leaving them in your car and letting them loose in your neighborhood and well, I don't know what else. Uh, putting them in your mailbox. Putting them in your mailbox. People bring them to work. Leave them on the lunch table. At church, people bring them in boxes until you're like, if I see another zucchini, my head is going to fly off. And then people's heads are all over the place from all the heads flying off. It's just terrible. So we're going to try to protect you from that. So we're going to give you some ideas what to do with these zucchinis. And you might actually look forward to having an overabundance of zucchinis that you're sick and tired of looking at. Well, everyone, of course, thinks of zucchini bread. That's the obvious. We're not doing that. Zucchini muffins, also not doing that. We have some new things we want to do and we want to talk to you about. So um, you can, I think you can use other squash for most of the things that we're going to talk about today, except probably the cake. But um, I know you can use uh, eggplants for some of these. Um, you might be able to use summer squash. Uh, in a couple of them, so I'll mention that as I go along also, but those are usually, like, people keep those because they like them. They don't be passing out, you know, nobody's giving you eggplants. Yeah. <laughs> Summer squash occasionally. Occasionally people will give you those, but even those are like, you know, and God forbid, you'll never, you'll never get a butternut squash. Nobody gives those away. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. So, here we go with our zucchini ideas. I got this really cool uh, pasta cutter thing that I bought. It was one of those, you know, when you're walking through the store and this thing's hanging off the end of an aisle and you just buy it. One of those deals. I saw it and I thought, hey, that could be a really cool thing if it actually works the way they say it'll work. So I get it and it sort of looks like a, um, one of, it looks like one of those handheld jogging weights, you know. <laughs> it's, it's got like this, I don't know, I'd have to, I'll have a picture of it on my Facebook page. But Anyway, you hold on to the zucchini. You need a smaller zucchini with this thing. So if you can get them before they grow into the size of an elephant's leg, um, you put them in this thing and you twist them. It's kind of like a pencil sharpener. It's and a zucchini they, sharpener. It's a zucchini sharpener. It sharpens the zucchini into like pasta. And it actually works pretty good. Um, I just took what I did. I think the key is, though, if you have a small zucchini because... Zucchinis have like a, when they when they get bigger they have a large seed compartment and that can get soft and watery and it wouldn't work as well I don't think uh, with something like that so you don't want to have a really big zucchini unless you might be able to like quarter it and remove the insides but I don't know it might be too much trouble you might just want to use that for backing over in the driveway or something but if you have small zucchinis you can do it and uh, what what I did was I put. Um, some butter and some garlic in a skillet and I sauteed that or I melted that and sauteed the garlic and then I added the zucchini to it. In the meantime, I was heating up some uh, pasta sauce and I just heated that zucchini lightly until it was just starting to get soft. And you can tell like when zucchini's cooked, it'll look a little bit different. It looks real white and starchy before you cook it and then after you cook it it looks almost uh, like it's getting translucent or something like that so anyway I, I just tossed it around in the skillet let it cook heat it up until I felt like the whole thing was cooked took it out put it on a plate and then poured the sauce on top of it 
and um, I just used a regular pasta sauce on it, and then I put cheese on it, and it was really good. I mean, you could actually twirl it on the fork. It was it was pretty pretty. I was impressed, and it took uh, three small zucchinis. So if you're growing zucchinis and you pick them small, I mean, you can really clear out your zucchinis with a tool like that. If you make pasta with your family, you know, that's like probably six or eight zucchinis right there. So, you know, that'll really put a hurting on your later enormous zucchini population. So, you know, I mean, it can help keep things in check a little for you. Uh, Another thing that I make, it's called zucchini rollatini. And uh, usually, um, well, rollatini is something that you get. It can be made with eggplant also. Uh, typically at a restaurant, if you get rollatini, it's it's generally, I think it's uh, either eggplant and zucchini, and they put um, prosciutto, some type of cheese, usually provolone. Sometimes they have chopped asparagus in there, and maybe ricotta, whatever. They roll that up and put sauce on or whatever. Mine is a little bit simpler um, with the zucchini, and I kind of, I actually kind of like it like this. It's pretty good. You take the you take the zucchini and it's kind of difficult to do, especially if they're you know the size of your forearm. So you don't want to have them too enormous. But you're going to take and slice the zucchini long ways into long flat strips. Um, it's a little tricky. You want to use a longer paring knife, not a serrated knife, but a straight edge paring knife, and just go right down through them. And um, usually, what I did, the zucchini I had were kind of big, so I went from the sides and worked in until. I got to the seeds, and then I stopped, and then I saved the inside part for a different use, but I was able to get five nice strips off, and then um, what I do is I put it on a baking sheet that's been lined with foil, and I spray it with olive oil. Uh, I spray the sheet with olive oil, then I put the zucchini on it, and I spray the zucchini with olive oil, and I put it at the in the oven at 350, and I let it bake for, I want to say, maybe 10 minutes total. Um, I put it on 350 convection, but 350 regular would be about the same. And I just kept checking it to see if it was soft, because what you want to do is you don't want it to get too soft. You want it to get soft enough that you can work with it, you can roll it, not too soft. And then once it's soft, you want to take it out and let it cool. And what I usually do is flip another baking sheet on top of it to let it cool so it kind of steams it in there. And I just set it out and let it cool. Um, While it's cooling... I will take and brown, uh, I browned a pound of hot sausage, a tablespoon of minced garlic, a very small diced onion, and then I had a couple of peppers that were ready. They're called Cubanelle peppers. So I took those and chopped those up and threw in there too, and I cooked that all together. And then I put in a, I drained a can of diced tomatoes with basil, oregano, and garlic and added that to the mix. So when my zucchini strips were cool, I put a slice of provolone cheese on, then I put my cold sausage filling on it, rolled them up, and put them in a baking dish, and I baked them for uh, 30 minutes at 350. And I took them out, put sauce on them, a little bit more cheese, and now you got something, nice little different thing to have for dinner. It came out really good, actually very good. Another thing that's good to make, if you have the really big zucchinis, <laughs> you get really big zucchinis, you can make these. They'll feed everybody. It's a zucchini boat. And I just take the zucchini and I scrub it real good and have it, olive oil it, olive oil the flesh real good, salt, pepper, olive oil, and put it on a foil-covered baking sheet. Then I make a mixture of a pound of hamburger, 
of pound of lean hamburger, a half a pound of lean hot sausage, hot Italian sausage, one cup of seasoned breadcrumbs, tablespoon of minced garlic, salt, pepper, and one egg. Blend that all together, and I put that inside of the hollowed-out zucchini uh, dugout canoe that I have made. And I put it, press it in there good, and then you're going to bake that at uh, 375 for 45 minutes. What happens is the juice out of the meat will come out and kind of soak into the zucchini a little bit while the zucchini's cooking. Oh, it's so good. So you take that out, and then what I do is I take it out and slice it, and then to serve it, you can put a little sauce on it, a little cheese on it, whatever, and it's just a nice little kind of like a... Uh, it's one of two things. It's either a meatloaf shoved into a zucchini or a meatball shoved into a zucchini, however you want to look at it. You could serve that with a side of pasta. It would be really good. Um, but that's one of the things we do just to kind of use up a giant zucchini. So Now, how much of the zucchini do you hollow out? Do you leave, like, a perimeter of zucchini Yeah, around? there's a perimeter of zucchini because I just take out the seeds because the seeds in the middle, they're soft. And you can I, – what I do is I run around it with a paring knife, and then I take a spoon and scrape all that out. Kind of so, like, you know, pumpkins for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like how the, how yeah. the uh, Native Americans used to make a dugout canoe out of a log. Same principle. Except it's, it's a zucchini. Dig out that middle part of the log that's soft and pithy. And that's the same thing with the zucchini. So I don't know if zucchinis would be, you know, safe to take on uh, water. If waves, you had a big they enough might leak, if you had a big enough zucchini, you could definitely <laughs> hollow that middle out there and sit a small child in it. I'm telling you. So that's a good thing to do, and you can also do that with a summer squash. Um, that works well, also with a. Um, eggplant but nobody's going to give you an eggplant so you know you might as well forget about it. if you have a really good friend who has a garden they might give you an eggplant but it's only going to be one eggplant and it's going to be an obnoxiously large one because they don't want it because it's too big so that eggplant will be perfect for this It'll be perfect and delicious it's just a really good thing to do um the, and those are like see like what you could do here's my thought is you got the zucchini rollatini could be like your appetizer and then you got the zucchini dugout canoe could be your main course along with some pasta and you could have the pasta be made out of the zucchini that we started with in the beginning okay then for dessert hang on You've gotten like 30% more Pittsburghese as this podcast has gone on from saying zucchini rollatini. I love to say zucchini rollatini. It comes out Italian when you say that. I, I know, but like... The Italian whole, blood is coming out. Your whole speech keeps going farther and it's farther my Italian, into Italian Pittsburgh. It's my Italian speech impediment. <laughs> now for dessert, after you have your zucchini rollatini... And I love it. Doesn't that sound great though? It rhymes so well. Zucchini rollatini. Uh, you have that. You have your zucchini pasta. You have your zucchini boats. Now you're going to have for dessert your delicious zucchini chocolate cake. And I know what you're saying right now. No. No, 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 no. That is not a delicious thing. And please do not tell me about how delicious a zucchini chocolate now, cake is. Speaking as someone who hates vegetables, including zucchini, this is a good cake. Did not like it when I was little, though. Thought there were caterpillars in it. Yes, when, when Anna was little, she got very upset because she was eating her zucchini chocolate cake and took a bite out of it and screamed, there's a caterpillar in my cake. And then she would never eat it again. So 
very, very sad and traumatic experience for Anna, which probably put her off all vegetables forever and ever, I'm sure. So uh, the zucchini chocolate cake is pretty easy to make. Um, you're going to take your zucchini. You can peel it or not. Sometimes I peel it. Sometimes I don't. So if you have a child who might think there's a green caterpillar in their cake, you might want to peel it. Um, if the zucchini is enormous, say like bigger than your thigh, you might want to cut it open and remove the seeds out of it because that can make it extra watery if there's a lot of seeds. Do you love my zucchini size descriptions? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd like that one. I'm trying to get a rise out of you and you're just like, mm-hmm. I've so. heard it all so many times. <laughs> So uh, you might want to take the seeds out of it before you grind it up. But I just put it in a food processor with a, a larger size grater blade and grate up the zucchini. And uh, I got about six cups of zucchini off of the reasonably large zucchini that I had. So I was kind of, I was like, whoa. Um, this cake calls for three cups of zucchini. So, um, and it makes a 9 by 13, uh, 9 by 13 size cake. You don't have to ice this cake, but you can. It does very well with icing. It also is wonderful served with whipped cream, ice cream, uh, caramel sauce on top, whatever you want. It's a, it's kind of, it's kind of like a snack cake, but it's not overly dense, sweet, whatever. It's not overdone. So you can do a lot with it. Uh, whatever you want. Think of think of like a very, very moist kind of a dark chocolate cake, and that's about what this is. Um, so you're going you're gonna to have, if you had one decent-sized zucchini, you'd have plenty of zucchini to make this cake. If you have a zucchini the size of your thigh that you have to hollow, you're going to be able to make about 10 of these, which brings me to another zucchini point. I know a lot of people that shred zucchini and freeze it, and I, I think it's a terrible idea because whenever you do that, it gets real watery, like all the water comes out of the zucchini, and it's kind of nasty. So here's what you do. If you have things that you like that are made out of zucchini, for example, this delicious zucchini chocolate cake, zucchini bread, zucchini muffins, zucchini cookies, I don't know what else. But if you like things made of zucchini, I would suggest you making the things and then freezing them because, uh, first of all, the quality would be so much better. And it, baked goods can stay frozen well for a long time if you prepare them correctly, which is if you're going to make uh, zucchini bread, I would wrap right onto the bread with plastic wrap and then um, put it in a very heavy freezer bag. Freeze it like that. You shouldn't have any problem with the quality of it. Um, as far as the cake, I have made this cake in those pans that you can buy at the grocery store. I can't remember who makes them, but they're a plastic pan you can bake in and has a snap-on lid. And I have made this cake in those pans and frozen it, and it's really nice because you just pull the whole cake out. You know, I've also taken made the cake and cut it up into smaller segments and put it in plastic containers and frozen it. So it freezes really well, stays good, um, and that's a good way. If you end up with a lot of excess zucchini and you don't want to waste it and you want to do something with it, that's a good thing to do. Uh, you know, because then when people come over, you can feed it to them. Like, you don't have to eat it because you've had enough of it because you've been eating it for six months already. But when your guests come over, they'll be really excited about the fact that you have zucchini <laughs> chocolate cake in your freezer. You can thaw it out, feed it to them, give them some coffee. They'll be thrilled. It's called hospitality. So, <laughs> so here's the recipe for your zucchini chocolate cake. You're going to need two cups of flour, one cup of sugar, one and a half teaspoons of baking soda, half a cup of cocoa, one teaspoon of salt, um, a cup of chocolate chips, semi-sweet chocolate chips, that's what I used. 
and excluding the chocolate chips, you'll mix all of those first ingredients together. So you're going to mix together the flour, the sugar, the baking soda, the cocoa, and the salt. Um, save your chocolate chips for last. You can also add chopped nuts to this cake. It's pretty good, but we don't like the nuts, so we don't. Um, for your wet ingredients, in a separate bowl, you're going to mix together two teaspoons of vanilla, a half a cup of uh, canola oil. If you want to limit the fat in this cake, what you can do is use a half a cup of applesauce. That works really well, and I have done it. Um, half a cup of unsweetened applesauce works well. Three cups of zucchini that's been shredded and two eggs. So you're going to mix your wet ingredients together and your dry ingredients together and then blend them together well. Then add your chocolate chips to that. Uh, you're going to have a 9 by 13 pan and you're going to grease that and you're going to add your batter to it and bake it at 350. Um, I think I baked it 350 for 35 minutes and it came out just right. And you let it cool. I didn't let it cool that long, actually. It kind of rushed it a little bit. Well, but, we didn't ice it, though. Yeah, we didn't ice it. Um, we don't have any icing on it still, and it was very delicious, and we did eat it with a bit of ice cream. So that was very good. And this is a good cake. And I like another thing with this cake is it's pretty easy to tweak it. So, for example, if you want to cut back on the sugar, you can add applesauce as a substitute for the sugar. You can use uh, sugar-free sweetener as a substitute. You can substitute applesauce for your oil. You can substitute egg beaters for your eggs. You could make this cake uh, a vegan cake very easily because it accepts substitution so easily. This is one of those cakes that, like, if you don't have the right ingredients, you can make this cake, you know, because it's such an easy, it's not a temperamental item to make. So there, those are four um, new ideas for you to do with a zucchini that do not involve abandoning it along the road, leaving it on your neighbor's porch, or taking them to work. So I hope you get to try some of these out, and um, let me know how you like them. If you're going to be in western Pennsylvania the weekend of August 6, 2016, make sure you stop at Standing Chimney. Check us out at www.standingchimney.com. We'll be open Saturday, August 6th from 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. We have got all kinds of really cool locally made, made in the USA, made by your neighbor, made by your grandma, made by your neighbor's grandma, all kinds of stuff in there that you would love to have or buy for a friend. So stop and see us. Thanks for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.